Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. We're the podcast for parents with young children, and we know that life with kids is messy, but we're here to celebrate those messes, from spilled milk to emotions spilling out of little volcanoes. And you know what? We really believe in you. You got this, and you're not alone. I just want you to know a little something about your host. Karen Deerwester is an educator, author, and all-in cheerleader for kids being kids. Karen has been a corporate spokesperson as well as a reasonable and reliable voice for kids and parents in print and on TV on NBC, MSNBC, NPR, Parents Magazine, and many more. Best of all, Karen leads the parent-child classes right here at B'nai Torah Congregation of Boca Raton, Florida. Get ready for some fun, a ton of encouragement, and maybe a little inspiration. Here we are at the square table with three amazing, spontaneous, inspiring moms who have really helped me to put this podcast together for today. Um, We're going to talk about um, whatever they want. We're going to talk about what's the hardest part of being a mom right here, right now, these days, because every so often, or on and off on any given day or week, things go up and down and backwards and forwards, and it gets hard, and it gets beautiful and easy, and then it gets hard again. So I have with me today, Roni, Shelly, and Miriam, and they're gonna tell you a little bit about themselves, and they're going to open the discussion by telling us where their challenges are, so that everybody out there listening can feel like they're not alone in the challenges and struggles and that um, with the great support and a willingness to embrace uncertainty that we can get through anything and do anything. So, Ronit, thank you so much for being here with me today. And now, tell us about your family and tell us what's challenging for you right now. Okay, so my name is Ronit Beatty and I have one son, Jacob Beatty, who's four. And I have a husband, David, and um, My biggest challenges lately have been, I guess I'm going to represent all the working parents today. So my challenge today is um, really wanting to talk about trying to balance work and a family and dealing with all the holidays off and trying to to get working full time and taking care of my son. And also an aspect of also the bigger picture of also my parents in the picture and all that kind of stuff. So um, that's my take for today, and I'll go. So much. And here yeah. at B'nai Torah, of course, we have not had a full week of school for the last four weeks. Yeah. When we're going to get into November, we'll have an extended break for Thanksgiving. And then, of course, we're going to have a winter break in December. Yes, so for year. working <laughs> parents, the fall is insane for scheduling, yeah. for managing. And I think even if you have multiple children, it's probably so difficult with different schools and scheduling. Absolutely. And it's very, it's difficult all across the board. You can. Sure, jump in. Uh, and so, then, uh, uh, my name is Miriam, Miriam Urdaneta. I'm a mother of three. I have a 10-year-old, I have a two-and-a-half-year-old, and I have a 15-month-old. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, life is crazy. Um, the scheduling is extremely, extremely important just because they all have different age groups. They all have different um, gatherings and different things that you want to do. But I also want to say that I'm coming in to speak about um, the challenges that is with being with three kids is is intense. 
and um, and just coping with that. It's it's a lot. <laughs> and here's, I mean, again, I what I bring to all of this is always the outside observer. And so I watch you guys, and you make it look like you've got it all together. Mm. Um, I see your <laughs> children, and they are thriving and doing so well. So you have to keep in mind that that inner struggle is, it's just maybe that's just the normal. Because what I want to say is Miriam's nine-year-old son is sitting out in the other room saying, sure, go ahead and sit in that podcast room for a half an hour, and I will be okay because mom just asked me to take to change our schedule at the last minute as yeah. I trapped her in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, no. To me, that shows flexibility, accommodation, sweetness beyond words. And all of your boys are very, very, very sweet. I think they've also seen me go through ups and downs, and it kind of made them more resilient in that way, especially Angelo. He's, he's seen me go through a lot of oh. stuff. If you don't hide the ups and yes. downs. I've never, I've actually, I'm very open with him, and I've told him, a lot of things I, I've never tried to hide anything for him because my mother also never tried to hide anything from me so I think that also it made him grow up a little bit more but it made him realize that a lot of things you know that I it means 100%. stepping up go ahead Rooney because I know that you're raising your son I, exactly that same way yeah I, I am exactly the same way um, if there's things going on in the family like sickness or issues I'm very open with my son I I even bring him to the hospital to visit, you know, grandparents. I don't want to hide that from him. I you know, really, reality really is reality. Um, I'm the, the other question I want to come back with is when you feel the challenges, if you feel like they're on your shoulders primarily. Oh my goodness, yes. Yes, I think so. <laughs> oh God, it's, so, it's a lot of pressure. And that's a lot, but, but let's introduce Shelly. Um, <laughs> Shelly's a little self-conscious being here and I applaud her for coming yeah, yeah. and I want her to just get comfortable in this room with us today. Thank you. So t Shelly, tell us about your family and okay. where the challenges are. Uh, I'm Shelly Hyde. I have two boys. One is four years old, one's two and a half. Um, my biggest challenge is the age is so close, mm -hmm. 18 months apart. So I am two boys. I don't know. I always ask myself, am I fair to both of them? Right. Right. So I don't know if I did the same thing to both of them. Like, the biggest challenge for now is Jacob, the old one, mm -hmm. is sleeping with me and my husband on my bed. But the younger one is sleeping in his crib. Mm -hmm. Last couple of days, the younger one just asked me to sleep with me because mm -hmm. once he saw my old one went right. to my bed. Right. So this couple of nights, he just crying to go to my bed. And I feel so bad. I asked Jacob, the old one, to go back to his room. He was so scared of the dark. Okay. Yeah. Put him back in. Right. Yeah. yeah. So my husband told me tonight try to put Jacob in his room. If he's not going to, you have to bring Jackson to our bed uh, because it's not fair. Oh, mm, big, big, and, and I think that that question well. of fairness mm. and balance and juggling even applies with a one child and a working household because you're trying to be fair with competing needs and demands on yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think no matter how many children you have, but especially when they're close in age. Um, it, it, there is that extra challenge. Very quickly about your sleep issue. It's, um, you know, I don't always, I don't really want the podcast to be an advice from me. I want it to be the sharing of stories. So I will ask Miriam to comment on that as mm -hmm. well. But there's a lot of layers to it. 
Um, and the, the first, the good news is, and, and I know your husband, and he's a remarkable, fabulous man and father. He is. What is great about it is that you're on the same page, that he is, or maybe not, maybe you <laughs> want them both on their own beds, but at least he's giving you the freedom and the flexibility, and he's not... Um, getting he's not being angry at you for the children making demands so that's a huge plus the 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 other thing i want to say is that the idea of fairness and doing what's right and same for every child or even in your in, in a single fam, child home that the, your child says but well, mommy they get to do this or i want it's not fair there's always a question of but what you're giving me isn't fair <laughs> What, what I want you to be able to feel from the inside out, once you decide what is the right way for yourself, then you are able to say, what I, I know it doesn't feel fair and you don't like it, but this is how it is right now. Your brothers need some extra help. And when your brother gets past this, then I'm going to be there to give you something special that you need because everybody in our house gets what they need when they need it because that's why we're here as your parents to help you grow and thrive. I yeah. agree. I Easier to said that. than done. Exactly. I think um, it's good to do that repeatedly because it's not just one time because I, I have the same issue because I have the boys that are 18 month old, the two little ones, and then I have the one that's eight years apart. So it's that struggle, that constant struggle, like why do you let him do that? I'm like, well, because they're smaller than you. Um, I think it's just repeating what you said over and over, reminding him, no, they're still babies. You can't, you can't treat them like that, or they're they're gonna, they're they're different than you. I mean, they are still your brothers, and I love you all the same, but they are different because they're in a different age group, and it's just reminding him all the time, no, Angelo, it's they're they're babies. You can't, and it's just and that's important. Recognizing that also have that mantra, I love you all the same, so that you don't just say it when you're trying to sell them something. You say it yeah. daily, every other day, so that you're like, pack. It's, it's the fill your bucket. It's fill your bucket with everything you need so that you'll have what you need when things don't feel fair, don't feel okay. Um, the other thing is that it has to come from within. You have to believe it. Now, Ronit, I'm going to come yeah. to you in a second and ask you how you've explained that something doesn't feel right or that you have to do something that is hard for you to do, to say no, to, to, to enforce something that feels not right to a little child's mind, brain, or body. Now, but back to you, Shelly. Mm -hmm. So the, the, what I want you to think about is both can be okay. You can have all three, all both boys in your bed if, if it <laughs> works for you. It works for dad because he wants to be fair and a good dad. But you have, you're going to be the one that makes that decision. Right. And be happy that dad gives you, isn't going to fight you on whatever decision you make. The second is you can have the older one in the bed for a little bit and say, okay, you're afraid of monsters right now. We're going to take one week to make sure that no monsters ever come into your room again. And I have a great article that I just posted on monsters um, and how it is absolutely part of children finding strength, courage, resilience. All kids have monsters. 
Because that's what, when you don't understand something in the world or you feel powerless or you feel scared, an it's insecurity. a monster. It's an insecurity. Mm -hmm. So it's, but it's something tangible. So instead of you just giving them an emotional pep talk, what you're really doing is saying, okay, we're going to get some monster spray and we're going to spray your room with, with a spray bottle and water before you go to bed. We're he can make a sign for the door that says no monsters. You can tell him you're going to check the room every night. You're going to come with a broom and sweep out all the monsters. And your mommies know how to scare all monsters away. And you could even you can make it funny. And you can say, "Mommies can be scary sometimes, right? If we if we if I tell a monster to go away, he will always listen to mommy because ma and mommy and daddy, you know, we're tough, and it's our job to keep this house safe. So you can make it a process." And you can give, you could do that in a weekend or you could do that in a day. Um, the thing is, he doesn't believe monsters. He doesn't believe monsters. Oh, it's just dark. Yeah, yeah just dark. Oh, okay. And I told, I bought, um, the turtle has the star, the little moon, the yes. light. Yes. And uh, he said, but it's going to turn off somehow. Oh, oh the turtle does turn off their yes. wings. Yeah, we, got, we got from Home Depot a, a nightlight that shines up into the ceiling, and it's the planets. Mm -hmm. It stays on all night because it's a nightlight that has a little ball, and you turn it, and it stays on all night. We have the turtle and it turns off after 20 minutes. Yes. Okay, so Home yeah. Depot has it. Okay. So, and again, and, and then... It's, it's creating the mood with this, with the planets. Yeah. And you can tell him the planets that. make sure, the planets are, are watching him and making sure that he's safe. Now, here's the other thing. There's no magic. No matter whenever you try to do this, it, it doesn't happen in a moment. So now you have to come and, and you have to help him connect the dots and learn and grow and learning takes time. So that means, okay, Jacob, you're gonna be in your room and we're gonna help you get used to the dark. And I'm gonna check and that means you coming into the room when he's quiet and you'll say, I'll come in and check on you all night. But if you're screaming, then I'm gonna wait outside the door till you get quiet because I can only come in when you're quiet. And so then you're going to start teaching, and little by little, mm -hmm. it might take a week, but you can teach it. And you can say, all right, and you get a calendar, and you can say, one night we did it, two nights we did it. We're going to keep doing it, Jacob. I'm on your side. You, it's not you against him. It's you with him. So, and, you, and then, or you can, ha so you can do both boys in your bed, one in, one out, or both out. And you can say, you know what, look at your brother's upset. I told, I told him his brother is going to sleep in his room because he, he had two boats in his room. Uh -huh. So I said, your brother will be protect you because he said, Jackson is brave. That's why Jackson is sleeping in his crib by himself. And Jackson's a little boy. Yeah, yeah Jackson is brave. So I said, okay, so Jackson's going to protect you tonight. So this morning, every morning, he says, I'm fine. I'm brave. I'm going to sleep in my room. But that one moment. Yeah. Sure. It's and that's the journey. Yeah. Because intellectually, he wants to do it. Mm -hmm. He's paying attention to everything you're saying. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's, where the, that's where I want you to know as you go through these challenges, you're halfway there all the time. You know, mm -hmm. if you are following your heart, if you're trying to do this well, the teaching just takes time. So, okay, so you so now find him stories about being brave, support him from being brave, and even at night, either baby steps or finding a plan that helps him find brave. And you can say, nobody's brave all at, all at once. You have to become brave slowly and let him know that that's okay. 
Okay, so now to Ronate. So the time, the challenges you faced where there's been that disconnect between what's fair or what's easy. Um, so I, there's a little guilt when I'm working <laughs> that I need him to watch some stuff on the computer for a, a extended period of time so I could do orders and be on the phone. There's that guilt that I feel he's watching too much when yes. I'm at work. Yes, right. That's like not a good feeling. When I, I'm like, okay, we're going to turn it off now. We're done. And he gets very angry because he's very... He loves it. Of course. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, it's a great example, and it's a and it's a recurring issue for so many parents. Right. So we don't watch TV at home or anything anymore because I feel like if he's at work with me, he had he they I already have had to. TV time or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so there's multiple issues. First, there's the guilt. Okay. There's definitely always going to be that. For guilt. my whole <laughs> life, I have wished I could take mommy guilt away. The bad news is I'm doing this for 30 years. What I think is happening is now we have daddy guilt that's almost as intense as mommy guilt and that nobody's getting, I mean, instead of the dads being the ones who had some defenses against this, in this world, trying to do everything well, trying to be better and better at this, all the information that's bombarding you, it's harder. But you have to just look at the guilt and go, the guilt doesn't serve my children, and the guilt certainly doesn't help you. So recognize it and say, yeah, guilt means I'm having trouble choosing between work and my child. What I do sometimes, <clears throat> I take the time that I do have with them to make it even more special. Like, okay, I did, you know, I had to do this work or I had to do this and I had to leave my son with a nanny or I had to leave my son with a babysitter. But now that I have this one hour, two hours with all my kids, I'm going to make it like the best time they've ever had. So they can remember the good times. I remember, hey, mommy left me here. They remember, hey, mommy did, was playing monster with me and did all of this stuff. And it, that's how I battle with my grief. grief. That's why I'm like, oh, but oh that's good. You called it grief. Because <laughs> it's, it's, guilt goes right into grief, right? <laughs> it makes me feel, uh, yeah, it makes me feel terrible. But when I'm with them, I, it takes that away. It makes me more happy and, and better. Oh my God. See, and this positive, you were such a positive yeah. person, Miriam. And, but what you just said is exactly the same strategy as telling your children, I love you both the same. And what it says is, I, even when I choose work, I still love you most of all. Because what you're real, that guilt says, the guilt is saying to you, it's that crazy emotion in your heart and brain that says, oh no, guilt, did I really choose my work over my child or my family? Right. And of course you didn't. But mommies have to work. Mommies have to do other, have other commitments. Yeah. Mommies have to get pulled out of their families. But that is what raises children who are resilient and resourceful and independent. Right. So you look and you, and so you know the guilt says, you know what, I do love you, and I, and, and I miss you when I'm working, but I also like my job. I like what I contribute to the family. You get to own all of that, and then they get to see you as a role model in the world, which is why the struggles are important to show. So, so yeah. there's the guilt piece. Yeah. Now you've got the technology piece. So, so my opinion on that is... When you give technology to children to appease them, to keep them quiet, to amuse them, you have to be really honest about that. And you have to say, you know what, if this is, if this, because guilt 
gives them leverage over you. If you say, I feel really bad about working, I feel really bad about your brother, so I'm going to give you this bribe, then you're creating a weird relationship with that activity. Mm -hmm. But if you say, you know what, this keeps you calm, this keeps you happy, and this is easy for both of us, knock yourself out, have fun. But technology does have that addictive engagement, which says more, 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 more. So now you want to come up with, now the third piece of that puzzle is, how do I now help him disengage when it's time to disengage? Right. And so. So we do that, but then there's really no technology at home. There's none. I don't have him watch TV and there's no iPads or anything. And that's So that way I feel like when he comes to work with me, I make it that special treat. Oh. Well, he gets very excited. He comes to work and he knows he's going to watch oh, a YouTube goodness. with Spider-Man <laughs> driving cars. Awesome. And that's like his favorite thing. Awesome. So, so again, that's where I... it's, it's not a bad thing. And all of us who had working mothers know that being in that working mom world, just being in proximity to it gives children a special gift. So it's really okay. And, the, and, the, and that he's going to struggle with having to turn it off. It, you know, it's you can either you can try to give him transitions, you can try to give him warnings, you can try to give him countdowns, but otherwise just say, you know what, I want you to know when it comes time to turn off right. YouTube, just like mommy and Facebook, it's a struggle because there's something in that computer, yeah. there's something in that device that like puts a puts a, 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 a like a worm in your brain that says more, 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 more. Talk about it, use it. It's okay. The, the struggles are what make us better. Time is flying, and I know I want to send you off to Shabbat. So <laughs> we're time for wrap-up. So uh -huh. the way we do our wrap-up on See Me, Hear Me, Love Me is for you to summarize with how you've got this for today, for right now, for uh, this moment, or this, this week, this month, this season. So everybody take a deep breath. Um, for Shelly and for um, Miriam, this is your first time doing a wrap-up, so I'll give you a second to think about it, and I'll let Ronit go first. Oh, thank well, I'm you. not ready either. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I want to say another thank you, because everyone knows that this has been my month of scheduling crazies, and um, I, I've, everybody's had to listen to too many podcasts with just me, so I so appreciate these three moms coming here and just having an open discussion with me. So thank you with all of my heart. And oh, Roni, how have you got this? Um, okay, I love being a mom. I love being a wife. I love being a sister. I love being an, uh, a business owner. I love being all the facets in my life. I've got it on all of them. <laughs> Woohoo! Because if you love, because if you love because it, you got it. Exactly, I've got to have it. So. Just, just find the spots that you love. There you go, Shelley. <laughs> I'll think about this. <laughs> I um I do I I love the fact that I'm not just one thing. I'm not just a woman. I'm a woman. I'm a mother, exactly. and I'm also trying to get into business. I'm also trying to also a student because I'm also still in school oh, like oh. I'm trying to break myself into all these pieces but at the same time all these pieces make me so and at the same time it's making me stronger as a person so I love it I got it just I well thank god I have it it's perfect <laughs> and, it, and we never got to speak we, about your balance but yeah. pieces to whole and pieces it's exactly I love image. that we are all more than just a mom yeah. we have all these different facets 
And we have to always remember that. And we do. <laughs> we and do. being strong in each one and, and yeah. balancing it, it's 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 what we do and it's amazing. And that's why we are who we yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. And for your children to see you as multidimensional, as 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 people with interests and talents and skills and an unconditional love for them. It's everything. Okay. <laughs> so I love be myself. I love the life I chose. Right. Yeah. So I just love everything I have right now. And I know I will never regress. Thank you. Thank you all very, very Thank much. You. Thank you for having us. <laughs> So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow, listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey, loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules, you write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait, we're growing too. So if you had a great time today, please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with Karen Deerwester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to The Front and The Follow for the song Listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.